0: To the Pineapple Couch with B Rob. I am B Rob, and this is episode 37 of the Pineapple Couch. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and uh, Spotify. And if you leave a five-star review, leave a question, we'll answer it on the show. Um, today is Tuesday, August 18th. Again, this is episode 37. We got a hell of a show for you folks today. We got John Robbins, our resident MBA insider, 24 hours before he becomes officially an Arizona Wildcat. John, how you doing?
1: I'm doing
2: good. How are you?
0: Very well, very well. We also have Big Dog, Big Dog, Andrew Radcliffe. How are you doing, my friend?
2: What's going on, Big Rob?
0: The usual. Um, let's get into today's show. So we're gonna break it up today into NBA, M- MLB. Like we did like a week ago, week and a half ago, something like that. Oh, yeah. So we're going to go through some of the big stories in the NBA, what's going on in the playoffs. We'll talk about some updated gambling odds for the future, and then we're going to talk about some of the MLB big stories, that Tatis stuff that's just some bullshit, and then we'll go into some updated MLB gambling odds, and because sports are back, we're going to bring back Andrew and I's favorite segment, Best Bets with the Pineapple Couch, so that will be Ooh. back at the end of the show, and yeah, this is going to be great. Let's get right into it. Um, Today in the NBA, so in the NBA playoffs thus far, we're going to go through all the games in a bit, but every favorite has won. But all of a sudden, the number one seed in the Eastern Conference, the team with the best record in the regular season, the Milwaukee Bucks, lose to the Orlando Magic. Johnny, I know you have some stats on this game. Before we get into how Andrew's feeling, let's give a, let's set the scene for the listeners here. All
1: right, so in this game, the Giannis carried the whole time still had an insane game with 31 17 7 pretty sure he shot 50% from the field 3 of 7 from 3 but then Brian who do you always say they can they can't have success in the playoffs as their second best player well, how does he do Chris
0: Middleton fucking sucks and i've been saying this forever he doesn't suck here's the thing with the bucks really like if you think about this loss to the magic doesn't matter that much no the Raptors lost in the first round last year to the Magic as well and then went on to win it all. But the thing that we just keep seeing with the Bucks that does scare me, I know it scares Andrew. And Andrew, this is not a shit on the Bucks thing, because I just bet the Bucks to win the East. I so did see that, yeah. Um They Giannis is if not the best player in the world, he's certainly in the top three, four. Right now, he's fucking going for it. A lot of people think he's number one, back-to-back regular season MVPs, I assume. But he's still towards the end of the games. Cannot just like... Take over. He, he, yeah, he's not like an individual scorer like breakdown. And, but with Giannis' his athleticism and what he can do, he kind of like... He doesn't really need it, but he needs it because Chris Middleton, their number two option is useless in that. He's not a good playmaker, and he really is a catch-and-shoot guy, kind of, and sometimes he's hot, sometimes he's not. He is never going to, let's just throw the ball to Chris Middleton on the wing. He's going to ISO and get us a bucket. Maybe he's done that in the regular season, so if, like, Bucks fans are going to be like, look at the record, blah, blah, blah. He's still, like, there's some serious problems there, and this is a completely different conversation if Chris Middleton... Is the third best player on your team. But with a team like the Bucks, who are so good, or they've had such a great regular season, I feel like we do need to be critical on them in a certain way because we're giving them the expectations that they, they want and they deserve. And Middleton continuously, I feel, falls short. Andrew, I mean, what are your thoughts? Like, this isn't, I know the world's not over, but like.
2: I haven't hit the panic button yet. Good, I'm good. Still coping. Because it's just, it was a weird day. It's game one, it's been a little bit, they haven't been the same team since the whole bubble basketball started. We've been saying how Chris Middleton can't be a number two today is another good example of that. Um, but it's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world because, like just, you said, the Raptors lost to them last, in the first round last year. It's
0: just, it, it kind of shows us that thing that we're worried about again. And it's... I mean, Vucevic but had an we incredible game. But you can't be critical
2: game. because we went over last week about how many more superstars there are in the West compared to the East, and it's like especially this year without Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, which the Nets would probably be. Giannis up needs there. to take this. Giannis, you have to go to like walk to the finals. You have to do it. If you're considered I thought, like the third or fourth best player, I you think, need to do it.
0: I was thinking like yeah. if a couple days ago I filled out a bracket, um, and it was like I thought the the Bucks would go four one. I don't know if it was 4-0 or four one on the Magic. And then I had four two versus the Heat, and then I had them beating the Raptors in seven games. But I mean, I think if you're Giannis, that's a great point. No KD, no Kyrie. Um and Tatum's only getting better. You you gotta take this. You gotta take this year. You can't lose to the like Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, even though they're great. And they've
2: played him the last three years. Yeah.
0: So you're better than that. And you can't lose to a Raptors team who lost
2: Kawhi Leonard if you're like Because who who are the three or four guys you don't want to play in the playoffs? LeBron, Kawhi, who else? KD? Well, I mean, they're I wouldn't, all I wouldn't include LeBron KD, in that. But Curry, I mean, whatever. Curry. I mean, is, they're they're side Kawhi is number one. Kawhi is
0: number one for me. Yeah. Kawhi is the most terrifying guy to play in the playoffs by far.
1: But then LeBron. Who? LeBron. Hmm.
0: I haven't heard of him. Um, I I
1: ever get scared of LeBron when he's going. You can't you – can, just looking at it seriously, like, I fear LeBron James when he's coming at me, if it were me.
0: Yeah, well, you, thankfully – you're not in the end. No, NBA no, playoffs but like right when now. it's
1: my team, when it's my like when I'm when to say the Warriors are playing the yeah. the Lakers, like I LeBron I I don't want the ball in the hands. He doesn't have to worry about that until the
2: finals, but we'll yeah. see if they can get So there.
1: that that's
0: really like the Bucks magic, um I really think it's a fluke game. I think the Bucks have looked weird coming into the since they got into the bubble, but I think that was because they really had nothing to play for in the first couple weeks of this like literally and so now this loss will piss Giannis on us off you know they're gonna come out and beat the shit out of the magic in the next game i don't know what the line for that game will be but i might say hammer bucks there um let's go to the probably the biggest story from this weekend or yeah no that was monday night actually uh last night was uh christoph porzingis gets ejected in the mavs clippers games in the third quarter with nine minutes left the Mavericks I believe were up by 5 or 6 when he got ejected and then after that the Clippers really controlled the rest of the game. Kind of got close down the stretch thanks to 42 points from Luka Doncic. That dude is a f- he I love we you guys know. We love we love Luka. He's so good. 42 points in a playoff first playoff appearance. That's fucking awesome. Um but again, no KP because of that bullshit ejection. So, let's talk about the ejection. I know everyone's like we've seen it all, but the ref should be fired. Or they should be, like, suspended for the rest of the playoffs. Yeah, I mean... That's the first... That was the first, na- like, big nationally televised game in the primetime spot on the first night of the NBA playoffs coming back. Or the sec... No, the first night of the NBA playoffs coming back, and you you take out the second best player on a team who literally... The Mavericks have... There's a way for the Mavericks to get games from the Clippers, they need Porzingis running on all cylinders cause they're not that deep. And that just, we were watching it together. That just took all the energy out of the room when they threw out Kristoff's Porzingis. And like, what should we, how should we describe it? It was fucking soft. It was like, he defended Luca yeah. and the refs really did that. And like, if, you guys start talking because it's just fucking bullshit, and I feel like that's all I can say. But like, what do you guys have?
1: It just completely ruined the game. Like, well, the Mavs were up like four points, I believe, and then we were watching. And it was like, wow, five minutes has gone by. The Mavs are down fifteen.
2: Like, you it knew instantly. it Seems like every sports fan mad, and it seems like it happens a lot every t- when the refs do you know, kick someone out of the game for ridiculous reasons, especially yeah. when you're just standing up for your best player. In the, the, you in in the playoffs, that, you, got you to have Zingas. to do that. You can't let
1: them, like, if, if Luca's in an altercation mm-hmm. and you're Kristaps Porzingis, you like okay. you need to in, do that.
0: And Kristaps Porzingis didn't, like, punch a guy. He, like, just literally ran up there and in kind of pushed of him. him away. And if that's a technical foul, which it is in the today's NBA, and we all know that, it's not a surprise. It's just bullshit when you see it on a... I mean, I was just so excited for that game. So soft. Big playoff game, and that fucks the Mavericks. Let me tell you why. There was a roadmap for the Mavs to beat the Clippers. I am saying that as someone who bet on the Clippers to win the title, and I think they will. But the star power of Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis is looking good. He's looking aggressive. There is a roadmap, theoretically, where Luka could be the best player in three games, Right? With good support from Porzingis. And then maybe in a game, Porzingis goes off, and then he goes to like the Clippers are the heavy favorites, don't get me wrong. But that game won, like the Mavs, that they were, if Porzingis stays in that game, the Mavs have a very good opportunity to steal that game. And no, going forward in the series, I don't think that changes anything. But I mean, yeah,
2: well, it does, obviously. It's just deflating knowing you're already now down. It's just 0-1, kind of, it's like, how are we supposed to beat the favorite to win the NBA championship? Yeah. And now we're down 0-1. Yeah, yeah, Pretty and well
1: said.
0: so that just fucking sucks. So let's go through on, on a happier note. Those sports are back, guys. We're betting on them. Your boy's hot. I'm 10 and three in my last 13. Shout out to my guy Eric. He had a friend named I think Braden. Um, I don't know. I think I've met him, but. Th- Thank you. He gave me a plus 3,500 UFC parlay. I didn't even know who the fuck I was betting on in any of them, but that's $5 to win 140. Let's go, boys. That's a great feeling, (laughs) and I've just used that momentum to keep rolling in. That's why we're bringing Best Bets back, but I want to go through some of the the rest of the games that have happened thus far. We're recording this right now as the Thunder Rockets is probably – it's ending right now, and Lakers Trailblazers is going to be tonight. I took the Lakers minus 6.5. Um, so let's get into the NBA game playoff games that I've already have already happened. We'll just go through kind of to give you guys an idea, Johnny, can you go through some of the stuff that we have had in the past couple NBA games?
1: Yeah. Um, so we just had earlier today, we had the heat versus the Pacers and did you guys see that game? Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy Butler had 28 points, he was four steals. He was just like. He was Close hungry. The door. He was hungry, and he was showed up in the playoffs like you always know Jimmy Butler will. But TJ Warren had a decent game, twenty-two points. But the Heat, they had Bam out a buy also had a great game, and I think we're on the same page with this that we see the Heat winning this series mm-hmm.
0: very, very easily. Maybe, I mean, I I think I said in six games, I could see it in five. Um, we'll we'll go to the other game that happened yesterday because Jimmy Butler looked like someone the Philadelphia 76ers could have used. As um, they fall to the Celtics after really being it in the whole game, and then by some just bullshit lunacy in the last like eight seconds of the game, they somehow don't cover even though they sh- totally should have. Um, Joel Embiid, after the game, says he needs to uh, take more of a role and carry the team. I believe he had twenty six and sixteen. In that game, yeah, Um, he should have
1: his way with Boston. Like, like they need to just force feed him the ball.
0: Well, they gave him ball five times, I believe, in the first quarter. and He was five for five, and then he only touched the ball ten times for the rest of the entire game. Mm -hmm. Which just ridiculous. What the fuck are you doing? You don't have Ben Simmons, and it's like I know you're paying fucking Tobias Harris to be the number nine highest player in the NBA, which is a joke. He sucks. Like, he actually, like, he doesn't, like, no. You know what? Tobias Harris sucks. Like, he is, his contract is maybe the worst contract in the NBA. He makes Chris Middleton look like a freaking Michael Jordan. Um, (laughs) Well, I just, okay, so do you have anything else on that game, or just what do we think going forward? Do you think Embiid, I think Embiid could get one or two games on the Celtics. I think the Celtics will win, but Embiid's that good, right?
1: I honestly wouldn't be surprised if it was a short series just after watching the Tatum and Brown just they're Gordon Hayward's out for Yeah, he's weeks. out for the week, but I think that him along with Kemba Walker they're just shot-making ability in a series that like this like where the M- where the Sixers don't really have a ton of perimeter guys and they're going to have to slow it down I think at the end of the game. It's just that's why, why I'm going it, that's going why I'm going to five. Yeah, that's why yeah, that's why I'm doubling like I think the Celtics are going to win the East. Wow! No, like the Celtics are legit.
0: Do you have any I other games it. you want to talk about that have happened Boo. already? <laughs> Boo!
1: Um, well, th- right before we started recording, the Thunder um, Rockets game was on, and the Rockets were up by like fifteen, twenty yeah. points. I'm gonna, I'll look at the score of that game
2: right now.
0: Um, I had the, I I had this as a seven game series, the Thunder Rockets. Kind of um, root for
2: Chris Paul, and we don't really like Chris. Paul. I know
0: it's weird. I'm really rooting for the Thunder. Um, I think. It's going to – so, like, they're they're going to lose game one, but it's a seven-game series, I think. Um, and I, I, know, I know we've seen what the Rockets kind of do in the playoffs when you get to play them five or six times in a row and you kind of figure it out. I think it'll be a little easier. I think the big question in that series, though, is, like – we've kind of talked about this on previous podcasts. It's like P.J. Tucker's more valuable than Wilt Chamberlain. It's like the Thunder have a severe, like, height advantage. If you think about it, if they were to throw Stephen Adams in the game – Problem is, what the Rockets will do is pull him out of the three-point line and have people isolate on him. I think, though, if you're the Thunder, when you have guys like Danilo Gallinari, and you got to... I think the Thunder need to find a way to dominate the... Bo- That's how you beat the Rockets. You don't beat the Rockets by playing small ball unless you're the Warriors. You beat the Rockets by, I feel like, playing... Like, punishing them for playing small ball. Am I, am I wrong? Is that stupid to think, John? You're,
1: you're right. If, right and, then, and if you... If you have any serviceable big man, when they're running six PJ Tucker on him, like he should be able to get a bucket. Yeah, most I really of the time. feel
0: like if you throw the ball into Steven Adams, yeah, I feel like he would do
1: like yeah, right. I feel like he would shoot like seventy percent on PJ yeah. Tucker. He's I mean, we seven saw inches that this, on him. This
0: past weekend, when in the that uh, Blazers Grizzlies game, um, Nurkic and Valanciunas were eaten in the first half. Nurkic has been so fun to watch. He's awesome. He's been—he's been, he's always been so fun
1: to watch. His his passes are so yeah. underrated too. So
0: underrated. I mean, I think they're underrated because he was on that team with Jokic, who's yeah. obviously like the best passing big man I think we've seen in a while. Um, any any other games you want to talk about um, that have happened? I, we have the Blazers Lakers tonight, um, but I think that's pretty much it for NBA games that happened this weekend. Is there any NBA topics you guys want to talk about before I bring up the odds?
1: Oh wait, wait, wait. We should talk about the Jazz Nuggets game. Oh yeah! That, Holy that, game shit. Was, that game was crazy. Donovan Mitchell,
0: fifty-seven. Yeah. John, let's let's go. All
1: right. Um, did you guys watch? I was, this I game? was on
0: the. Pl- I was on a plane ride coming from an undisclosed location in the Bay Area.
1: Oh, all right, <laughs> all right. Um, do- Jamal Murray and Donovan at an undisclosed
0: location in Southern California. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, Jamal Murray just showed up so huge for the Nuggets and just was going back and forth with Mitchell. Mitchell had fifty seven points and they still lost the Nuggets in overtime. Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic, you were seeing their two man game that they run that just makes them so so good and so fun to watch. And it was just they're both all running on all cylinders. And MPJ was in the game for a little bit, but they took took him out because he was getting abused. Um, you are switching them so, Donovan Mitchell. if you're a
0: jazz fan like like our great friend Stephen facer that is the best possible game I feel like you can get from the jazz in terms of because the jazz are a team who I really like I feel like it's not easy for them to put up 120 points you know like some of these other teams so when you get 57 out of Donovan Mitchell them losing that game is such a like it's almost like a knife in the back for the series, and that may sound dumb because he's like, what are you talking about? Donovan Mitchell just went off. But it's like, if you can't capitalize on that performance, and you're already a team who struggles to put up those types of like high numbers, I mean, right? Yeah. So,
2: I, I imagine Luka and the Mavericks field today. Same kind of thing. Yeah. That,
0: that's a very good point as well. Um. So let's go. I'm gonna take a look at the updated NBA gambling lines. Um. For futures, and then again, we're gonna go into best bets later. But so the Bucks right now are the. So you can get them. Okay. I'm gonna go to points bet because yeah. I'm gonna go points bet. Has anything
2: changed for you guys? Like. No, like
0: Clippers are going to win it all, and I'm even more confident and about it. you still it.
2: think the Bucks and just everything? Celtics, I think the no Bucks concerns. road will
0: be tough. I have a seven-game series between the Celtics and Raptors, and then I think a seven-game series between whoever that plays the Bucks. I do think Giannis should be able to pull it out. Um, okay, I'm going to go by um, points bet for the uh, NBA futures here, everyone. So... You can find on points bet. Actually, I don't like points bet that much. That doesn't look that ex- accurate. I'll go betMGM. BetMGM. That's legit, right? Okay. Sorry, they don't have Bavada up, folks, so it kind of like, fucks with me. So right now on betMGM, you can get. Okay, yeah, we're back here on. Um Bet MGM, and we're looking at the playoff odds. So we have uh, for the Eastern Conference to win, that's what we're going to start out with, and we're going to use Bet MGM. You got the Bucks at minus 130, and then I think the two value plays you see are the Raptors at plus 360, and John, your team, or not your team, but a team you like in this playoffs, the Celtics at plus 500. I mean, I think that the Bucks at minus 130, yeah, that's cool, but I mean, that's not no that bang, great of no value. Bang. So you like that Celtics at plus 500, John?
1: Yeah. Um, the, uh, I would hammer the Celtics at plus 500 to win the East over any other just because the Bucs is such a low value. And I think, honestly, if, the, if they play out this thing like 10 times, I think the Celtics would come out of the East four times. I think they're just as good as the Celtics in, in the game where you have to go down to the wire and it's scoring like that. The
0: Celtics can score with the Bucs. The yeah. Celtics can probably and it, outscore when they slow anyone it, in when the other. When
1: they slow it down in the fourth quarter and you have Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Kemba Walker, I mean, I. I think they're going to destroy the Bucs in that kind of setting.
0: But the Bucs might get out to, like, yeah, I don't know. That's the, that's the thing is because I think, like, the Celtics will be able to end games really well, and the Bucks might be able to really get out there and start on top. So now let's go to the Western Conference for um, the odds for teams to win again. This is Bet MGM. Uh, Lakers at plus 140, Clippers plus 155, Rockets plus 600, Nuggets plus 1,200, um, Blazers plus 2,200, Mavs plus 3,500. I mean, Clippers at plus 155, I'm five. I'm, I'm very, very – this might be a freezing cold take one day, but I'm very, very confident. I really think the Clippers are going to win it all this year, and I like those odds to win the West at plus 155. Um, any comments there, boys?
1: Yeah, I'm with you. With I mean, the Lakers, the that's good
0: um, value, too, at plus 140. So, I mean, either of those – I mean, because I certainly think it will be one of those two teams. Wait, so it
1: switched officially the Clippers are the favorite in the West?
0: No, no, no. The Lakers at plus 140, the 140. and the – Clippers are at plus 155. Oh, okay. And then, so now if we're going to look at the NBA championship to win it all, the Bucks are the favorites still at plus 270. Lakers plus 290. Clippers plus 310. Fucking book that, Clippers plus 310. I love that. Um, Raptors plus 850. Celtics plus 1400. Rockets plus 1100. Nuggets plus 2200. And same with the Heat. I like the value in the Clippers. I sound like a like a broke record, but um, I think the value is there at plus three hundred and ten. Um, and again, if you like the Lakers, I mean, really at this point, if you think any of those, that's good value for all three. So it does not hurt to put in a future okay. now.
2: Okay, Clippers were three hundred and ten, and then what were the Lakers? Two hundred and
0: ninety, and Bucks two hundred and
2: seventy. Clippers, you gotta. Yeah, I think go Clippers.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, so okay, let's now let's get into some MLB. Um, Right after this, we'll be right back on the pineapple couch. All right, we're back on the Pineapple Couch. This, again, this is episode 37. We're going to dive into some MLB right now. Um, the biggest story in the MLB, weirdly, is about the MLB's rising star, best player, and it's his negative story for some fucking reason. Um, Andrew, let's just break this down. Why don't you start? I got Oh wait, wait. I got Johnny and Andrew still here with me. So,
2: so the Big Padres talk? are coming out for five-game losing streak here. They go into Texas. The bats wake up a little bit. It's 7-2. Tatis hits a three-run home run the inning before, I think, to make it 7-2. to two. And then the following inning hits a grand slam to make it 11-2. The Rangers head coach, didn't like that, manager, I think it's Chris Woodward, was pissed off at Tatis for swinging at a 3-0 pitch with the bases loaded because it's an unwritten rule if you're killing the team which six runs, seven runs at the time isn't that much? We've seen when two innings, oh, you know, because just... you know what counts as four runs—a grand slam. There's so, so <laughs> much. Fu- There's a giant fucking
0: difference between swinging at a three-zero pitch and like stealing bases when you're up by a fuck ton. And the idea that you're supposed to tell this, okay, Johnny, like
2: leading si- the league in home runs, yeah, now so, with eleven.
0: But the idea you're going to tell this guy, hey, it's three-zero. Yeah, you're winning, but um. Yeah, it's, it's kind of rude if you swing at a 3-0. It's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Let him throw me a fucking strike right down the middle, and then he'll get a nice pitch that I don't – it's either going to hit it's the corner 3-1. or not. Yep. And then I'm at 3-2 and two and I'm fucked. Like, first of all, Johnny, go on your little rant, like what you just said to us.
1: Yeah, like – why does baseball always do this Where they try to make it as boring as possible Like why would you not want A, a, a rising star Fernando Ortiz Jr. is a star And he's just having a crazy second year And he's becoming a star right in front of us And he's like
0: nah man And the headline after his huge nah. night Is like how it's fucking rude Well it's like hey If you don't want him to swing at 3-0 How about you throw him some fucking strikes And throw like you know
2: It's, it's just so fucking pitcher's fault it's 3-0 let for your point Jody it's fun. So like last night someone tweeted, it was funny because it's like, so yesterday in baseball, the Braves, Diamondbacks, and Angels all have a walk-off hit. Corey Seager and Kyle Seeker home run, both, Mariners and Dodgers, then players with two home run games, there were like seven people, and the headline is Tati swinging at a 3-0 pitch and hitting a grand slam, and that's a negative thing, when it was the most exciting thing because you're like, holy crap, this guy hit a home run, two home runs in 15 minutes. Yeah, so. and it's but.
0: So yeah, they're like the just the fucking losers that are upset about that for whatever reason. But then when you like you look through it, you got guys like Johnny Bench, Ricky Henderson, or I mean Reggie Jackson. Yeah. Um, they're but, like, what the fuck? Like this is stupid. Um, Trevor Bauer modern had a great, pitch, Do you have Trevor Bauer's my- tweet? I think I retweeted it. Go to yeah, he tweeted something at Tatis that I really liked because Trevor Bauer. He's got like his. So
2: he said, "Hey Tatis, listen up." He has four bullet points. One, keep swinging 3-0 if you want to, no matter what the game situation is. Two, keep hitting home runs, no matter what the situation is. Three, keep bringing energy and flash to baseball, making it fun. Four, the only thing you did wrong was apologize. Which is funny, because other tweets were... Tatis has apologized more than the Houston Astros organization. And that is 100 grand slam for a fourth place Padres team today. What? Jose Altuve has like 21
0: strikeouts, right? He is. And he, strikeout. Johnny, you said he asked to get moved down in the order.
2: Yeah, he wants well, to be about that seven
1: seventh. Now. Now.
0: What a little bish. He is. I'm. So, Imagine if they were fans, At they fu- would okay. never let him forget. At and they first, would I was his- kind of like, oh, it'd be kind of funny, you know, if the Astros like came to it. And then the more and more, I just it's just like, fuck these guys, you know, it's just fucking annoying. The Joe Kelly incident. Oh. We're talking about the we're about to talk about the angels, but I wanted to, something that happened today. Weirdly, I didn't get to see the game. It was Giants Angels. My Giants, they threw it Trout twice at the head. What the fuck's going on there? Do see, we have?
2: To- I, I saw, only saw that because Trevor Bauer tweeted stop throwing at people's head. There's no place in baseball for that. And they tagged the Angels and Giants. And I saw it was like eight to one. Giants beat the Angels pretty easily today. Let's and It was the ninth <laughs> inning or eighth inning, bottom of the eighth, and they just throw two fastballs behind Trout. I was like, what the hell is going on? And that's just random. That's it's not, just what probably what cause Gabe hell? Kapler has a
0: small penis. I mean, I think we've gone <laughs> Why over that. I'm sure that's <laughs> um, that's yeah, dude. I mean like, okay. So we have, we recorded a podcast on what, like Thursday. And I think the giants have blown four games in the ninth inning since there's like a legit conspiracy theory out there of people thinking that like the giants are throwing games because they threw so they lost so many so badly to the A's. And it's just like, cause Gabe Kapler is such a fucking loser. Um, I wanted to talk about something I saw in the Angels game last night, Andrew. So on the Angels fence, there's a yellow line that is like, okay, so if you hit that part of the fence, and keep in mind, folks, this is not the green monster. It's <laughs> this yellow line is where if it hits above that, it's a home run. So Which my, is a
2: scoreboard, and it used to be the fence. Yes. Yeah. So I, my fence.
0: question to you, Andrew, is what is the point of a fence? why would they paint a
2: line on it? like isn't that why the fence is there because in 29 other stadiums yes but keep in mind this is the team that's located in anaheim but they're also <laughs> that's in the LA, stupidest thing i've ever heard so about they also have a right field wall but you just have to hit it 10 feet high not 20 so, like, so that's they did new. that for Shohei Otani. Is that I new? Think. I think okay. as soon as they signed Shohei Otani, they made that rule. You can do that bullshit? I don't know. They can't. That's
0: so lame. Like, imagine if the Boston Red Sox were just like, "Yeah, we're gonna draw a line just like about halfway up the Green Monster.
2: Let it rip, baby!" Like, <laughs> He's so tall.
0: Yeah, just the Angels are so fucking stupid. They're probably doing that to lure more hitters there. And it's like, why don't you sign a fucking pitcher?
2: <laughs> you know, they hit nine home runs last week just between Trout and Rendon and they oh yeah you got five.
0: talk to Rendon because we, you were very critical uh, on him and look what's happened it's
2: just a little motivation I'm sure he listens to the show
0: well I mean uh, I'm sure he listens to the pineapple I
2: Couch. when I don't know why he wouldn't and but, you know sometimes if Joe Bad's not gonna give him a little kick in the ass I will and what did he do last week Hit five home runs and so that's
0: that big dog tough love you read yeah. about
2: I mean it's really he really did, it did all the work tough love yeah you did all the work yeah helped him in the cage and everything <laughs> um uh, okay Uncle Big i'm going to Uncle
0: say something Big and i want you guys to um on a scale of one to ten how legit is it what i'm saying all right okay the a's are the best team in baseball
2: uh i would say like eight and a half like six but i Ooh. think there's i still think the dodgers i think yeah i think dodgers are
1: you have to
0: A's at plus 1,200 right now. They plus 1,400 a week ago. The A's are just... I mean, I think the reason I'm saying that is they're so fucking fun to watch. Matt Chapman... I think I might break a record for the amount of F-bombs I say on today's episode. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. But um, We'll get a ticker going. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have <laughs> in intern do that. Um, Matt Chapman is on a heater. I think he is a... Um, Dark Horse MVP. Dark Horse MVP. Yeah. I don't know the odds on that right now, but I... I would like that. He's been hitting really well. Um, and what have you liked about the A's, John?
1: Ever it just feels all of their dudes are just legit MLB like stuff. Like boy, like they have no bad players in their lineup pretty much. And like you see, their pitching staff is just coming into because they have actual because they did kind of the BS the last couple years where it's kind of kind of like phony. I thought when they did the the openers because they can't. I don't. I can't. Think, I don't think you should can do that's that bullshit. to win a. And you need legit starting pitchers. The Rays will never yeah. win. Yeah. So then they now they got Montas. Oh, yeah, because Andrew's bet. Lizardo, like they have some legit starting pitchers now.
2: Yeah, I mean Andrew. I love the Ace. I mean, but they also like they're only a sleeper because they're Oakland. Because the last three years they've won ninety seven. Yeah. 96 I know. Games. It's just like and then the, the fact Astros that they're have overshadowed that. Plus twelve
0: hundred, though. I feel like is pretty. Is, it's pretty good. That's pretty good that's odds. Like very good odds. Right? Um. How's the
2: Astros are still, probably still favored over
0: them. Oh yeah, and how worried are you guys about uh, the Yankees? I mean, worried. None of us are Yankees fans, but like Stanton, Judge, apparently Judge says he's healthy, but like I'll fucking believe that when I see that. Um, for those doing the ticker, that's another one. Um, Johnny, what do you think about the Yankees? Like with these injuries, are you worried?
1: I feel like this is almost the same thing that happens every year. Yeah, but them. in a
0: 60-game season, doesn't that matter a little more? Yeah, it does. What it's do you, not
2: like they're not going to make the playoffs, but it's just like – I think they're okay. I think they you fine. think they're and like, Judge are
0: going to be healthy in the playoffs? Yeah, probably. I, think Judge,
2: well, I don't think I don't think i ever see Stanton play a meaningful game again because I have in the past four years. But I'm not worried about the Yankees because they had like 30, 40 injuries a year or two ago. They set a record for the amount of people on the IL. And they're fine, and they have pitching, and I think Clint is really good. Yosh Yoshella, the third baseman, he's becoming he's, uh, like an all star. It's like, who was that? And they found another one. Mm-hmm. DJ LeMahieu. They're fine.
0: Yeah, and so an, another thing that brings me no pleasure in saying is the Dodgers are rolling right now. Mookie Betts is a fucking monster.
2: He's <sighs> so cool. It sucks that he's on the Dodgers. I know. He's, he's a beast. 910 home runs already, hitting over 300. He's has he's there for 13 more years and it makes me really sad. <laughs> <laughs> <I> just, like,
0: <laughs> fuck. Um yeah, the Dodgers are rolling. Um I was I think a week or two ago I joked about how funny that cuz the Padres and Rockies were both playing pretty hot. And I was like, "How funny would that be if the Dodgers got like the 3 seed in the NL West and then they responded by winning like fucking like they have the best record that night." Yeah. So, the Dodgers are going to be good. The but you know what the, the honest thing though, it's like too.
2: Dodgers enjoy the regular season. You do this every damn year, like I'm. But it, usually, because they peak around like the sixty seventy game mark, might be perfect this year for them. Well, I guess that's the only way <sighs> they would be able to win. psychology, Brian. You just say they're going to win, they won't win because the Rays are going to beat them. Interesting.
0: Oh, I, you, I see. I my prediction. I, I'm just saying A's, A's Cubs. The Rays are going to win. A's are going to beat the Cubs. Um. Uh. Anything else that we saw in this weekend of baseball that we want to talk about before we look at the updated gambling lines?
2: What are you, just, this is like for Przingis and Tatis, just how long, is this the future of sports? Or is it going to change and never go back to like tough sports again? What do you think?
0: That's a really good question. Um... Because well, so many people, I, I mean, don't LeBron, think so many active players I think going to keep getting softer and softer and so, softer and softer. Even softer. Though I would maybe look. agree with that with Johnny just because that's how just everything seems to fucking get. But the softness of the NBA is a direct response to the malice at the Palace and the way that in the late 90s, early – like ma- mainly in the nineties, late 90s of the, the low-scoring, physical, foul-filled games – and so that's when all these new rules came in. And obviously society progressed in a way where they, for some reason, we don't want to watch people like fight anymore. I don't understand that. I didn't mature that way, but, like, okay, I guess our society did. But I still enjoy it. And they still want to fight each other. I, I think there, we're going to see some sort of response. And it's not – I don't think it's like, oh, it's going to be as good as the late 90s. And Johnny might be right, but a part of me really hopes that maybe we will see a response to just bullshit like this. Like, that Porzingis
1: ejection, the Tati stuff, it's just like... I think the Tati stuff, it'll, that in baseball, that will start getting more normal and normal so and normal. The, the is- NBA
0: is fucked the way the games are played right now. Like, the amount of threes, the, the lack of throwing it into the post, the fouls every play, the amount of free throws they're taking, every play ends up just being a three-pointer. They're giving up layups. That is why the NBA ratings are going down. I'm saying this as someone who, I, who loves the NBA. and Like, you Enough remember with that, the fucking uh, threes. I'm a Warriors fan, but you know why the Warriors can shoot that many? They have Ste- Steph and Clay. I don't want to be watching, like... The Warriors shot, like, the most mid-ranges Lopez, in the league, too. Marcus Gasol shooting threes. It's just like, fuck. I want to watch, like... There's all... Everyone has every reason of why the NBA ratings are down. Some of it, there's multiple... There's obviously multiple reasons why it could be. But the, the style of play, like... It's starting to bother me. Am I a boomer? Am I, like, a freaking old person? <laughs> like starting, but
2: I agree with you, though. Because it, it gets annoying. It's, it's just, just how annoying. soft it is. Like, it's ridiculous. Because every game, time you watch an NBA game, you wait for the technicals. like, who's going to get kicked out? Who's well, and going to get like, an extra Andrew, free throw? How much does it piss you off when you're watching the Bucks And it's
0: like, oh, yeah, that was a nice kick out to Brooke Lopez for three. It's just like, what? What? I think that there will be a response to this. Um, This is we'll go deeper in this into another pod in the future, but my dad and I have been talking about, you You need to extend the court by four feet on all sides and push the three-pointer back four feet. Steph Curry, Damian Lillard, Trey Young, super good three, Kevin Durant, Thompson, whatever, guys who are really good at shoot, shooting three-pointers, they will figure that out, the extra four feet. You know what that will take away? The fact that everybody gets to stand behind the three-point line. Like, P.J. Tucker cannot hit consistently from four feet out. Uh, do, you know what I'm saying? Like, Brooke Lopez, that, those guys gonna, can't like, do that. Been no, I don't know. But they need to do that yesterday. Because it's not like we're going to stop seeing threes. We're going to still – look at what Damian Lillard has been doing. Like, this is just going to keep going. There's going to be more Trey be This is just going to keep happening. You need to react.
1: You need to, like, think, make John? threes harder. I think it's – what do you think, Johnny? I mean, that sounds – that would make the game more – appealing and beautiful to me and like just like what your idea but i just don't see that as a realistic thing that they are to ever do.
2: Have they ever moved the three point line distance? Yeah, what? They have.
0: Yeah, and well, like they did that in i think the 80s or it was in like the 90s, i don't know exactly, but like the thing is is basketball when they put in what the three point line is and the court dimensions Everyone who was playing was like a six foot one, six foot two white guy. Now it's like people are fucking huge. We have seven footers. We have seven. Kristaps is seven three. Joel seven one. We have giant people, and even guys like Kevin Durant and Giannis who can handle are giant. And it's like the court needs to be bigger. Like it's not the same as the the people who are playing are not the same as it was like fifty years ago. Whenever they did this, and people are better at shooting now.
2: Like, do you think so players you, would be for that? Well, no. I don't know. Some
0: players wouldn't be, but like I think that's the type of things you have to do. I'm sure that some teams, like the Pat Riley heat and the – I guess this Knicks team wasn't really around when they did the hand-checking rules. But like I'm sure some teams didn't like that. You, it's It's got to happen, though, because I love basketball and I watch all these games, but I am so fucking sick and tired of just layups and jump shots and hard – like taking it to the basket, being cut out by – just, we're going to throw it around the three-point line because three points are worth more
2: than two. And then, like, you know, just talk about ejections, they get back to MLB. Do you think that guy for the Rangers who threw behind Manny Machado once or twice, should he have been ejected? Because Joe Kelly, you know what I mean? So then they, they, they don't like, put a suspension so on him. It's, it's like, so. What are you... And because Joe Kelly technically didn't there hit him. There shouldn't be this many ejections. What is I what agree. is this?
1: Just don't eject people. Like, it's so often. Because
2: like, it's so, you can always But I know, to
0: your yeah. question of like, if I think it's going to keep getting softer, unfortunately. I hate
2: it. Because I've just seen a lot of players, just active players, as soon as something happens, they go on Twitter and they're like, that was ridiculous. And you would think. They you guys realize how, like
0: that. this is a completely off topic, but do you realize how fucked the Pac-12 is? Like, oh yeah, you like so the Pac-12. I think we might have said this before. Even the but, Big Ten. I mean, okay, you, hey, this year, last year, Oregon plays Auburn. Oregon plays Alabama. Stanford plays LSU. You name it. When you see the SEC players next to the Pac-12 players, it's like, wow, those are men. Do you think that the Pac-12 fucking canceling their season in this year is gonna like that's going? It's gonna send them ten years behind. Because all then it the top also recruits... sends
2: the message if something like this were to happen against, like, oh, we're closing down, and the SEC yeah. might stay open more likely.
0: I, I, I think that is. I don't, I don't know if a lot of people are talking about that, but I really think like the Pac-12 is already. It's already annoying how the Pac-12 doesn't ever get in the bowl because they're just not. It's, it's annoying. They're behind. not as good though. It's not like they get screwed out of it. They're Just not but as good. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna get sent back even more by this. Like it's gonna be, it's gonna be catastrophic.
2: Be Fifteen years to get back just to where they were today.
0: It's, yeah, and it's not like they were in a good spot today. And it's just, I mean, Johnny, you were telling me about there's like a bunch of five-star um, high school athletes who are transferring away from like California and some of these states to states where they're going to play. Yeah. And that, that helps, that we are I mean, helps, but we don't want that, but that hurts the Pac-12 even more. Yeah, because if you live, transfer to a high school it. in Alabama, you're more likely to go to Alabama. Yeah, than... and um, does it just... Does the Pac-12 just not give a fuck? It's just kind of what it seems like to me. Like, what?
2: I think it's just... I think they just don't give a fuck, and they're stupid. It's I don't know, man. It just seems political, honestly. I don't know. It's weird.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, let's get into some best bets right here. Um, or actually, no. Let's look at the MLB updated gambling odds first. Um, so... World Series, we'll just do that for today. Just a quick little check in. Again, we'll go um, bet MGM. Yankees plus 350. Dodgers plus 350. Twins plus 800. Astros plus 1400. Braves, A's plus 1400. Cubs, 1600. Rays, 1800. Indians, 2000. Phillies, White Sox, 2500. Nationals plus 2000 anything stick out there to you boys
2: i mean i think I like you like the, that
0: raise at plus 1800 right i
2: like the Rays, and johnny likes the cubs which they've been on fire yeah and then i would say the indians but they just sent down clevenger and police act because they oh, aren't
0: they gonna try and trade him they, like they're very mad at him yeah
2: because yeah. he like, I mean, broke, like covid protocol because they went out after a start or something so then they sent him down because i think they have to but I just if there's a now. weird little rift right now. And the Indians always. Because now I read something about PLESAC. If they hold him down for 18 days, they get another year of service. And he's been looking pretty good. And it seems like a classic Indian.
1: Remember league. when yeah. the. Um, right before the Indians traded Trevor Bauer? When he had yeah. that whole thing where he chucked the ball into the over center <laughs> yeah. field and they traded him like the next couple of days?
0: I wonder how trades are going to work in this type of like MLB season. That'll be. Has it happened?
2: I don't think anything's going to happen. It just. Yeah. Um, There's only four more weeks, you know. Five more weeks. That's so weird.
0: Um, So, yeah, we're looking at these odds. I like the A's plus 1,400, the Cubs plus 1,600. And, I mean, this pains me to say, but Yankees and Dodgers both at plus 350 is not terrible.
2: It's not bad. They're, like, you know, they are by far the best teams. So,
0: um, let's go into a little best bets right here. I have a couple prepared, and then maybe you guys can just reiterate some futures that you heard earlier that you liked. So I'm going to give you guys a couple for this week. So this one's for tomorrow. I like the A's to beat the Diamondbacks and the Padres to beat the Rangers. Um, $5 to win 8 eighty three. 83 um, It's a nice little, uh, little, little parlay action for your baseball watching. I also like the Nuggets minus four against the Jazz tomorrow because I feel like the Jazz literally shot their load and are not – I don't think they're going to have enough in the tank offensively for this game. I think the Nuggets will take advantage of that. Um, and then I also, I I don't necessarily, this is kind of just like out there, but I like the 76ers money line at plus plus one sixty five against the Celtics tomorrow. I look to see a, a, a motivated Joel Embiid. And I do think the Sixers will get one or two games in the series. Definitely one, I think. So maybe that will be the time we see it from Joel Embiid. Cause it's not like there's, It's not because we're usually be like, oh, these first two games are in Boston. The next two are in Philly. It's not like that. So I think one of these games, Joel Embiid could be the best player on the floor and take them. Maybe that's tomorrow. So plus 165. Um, And then again, I like the A's at plus 1400 and the Clippers at plus 310. Uh, Johnny, Andrew, what do you guys got uh, on the best bets? Anything? You got Andrew like the Rays at plus eighteen hundred to win it all.
2: So um, like the Rays Dodger World Series.
0: Johnny likes the Cubs at plus sixteen hundred to win it all is intriguing.
1: Uh, I'm gonna go Cubs at what was it? The- sixteen hundred. Sixteen hundred and the Astros fourteen hundred. Yeah, Love see I'm going Astros. Cubs A's. 1600, yeah, man. 1400 hundred fourteen hundreds. I'm just gonna stay on the Astros and that, okay, the odds Astros. get better. We'll just um, see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll,
0: <laughs> we'll start doing more best bets, obviously, as we get into football season. We've been testing some video stuff, too. So we'll have like a cool little video segment for our best bets when it comes to football with me and Andrew. So that will definitely be exciting. Um, as we're wrapping up, uh, John Robbins is headed to Arizona tomorrow to become a wildcat. Hashtag bear the fuck down. Matt um, Lubisich, a former friend of ours, was the former, former president. president of Arizona. Um, john just a few words of wisdom here from the pineapple couch you're going to see people get very drunk in the first two actually i probably because i don't know how corona is gonna work with all this but like you're gonna see some idiots that just have had have no idea what they're doing just let loose and i just encourage you obviously to not be one of them but to laugh and enjoy and watch it because it is it's very funny watching kids just totally agree to get their head shaved in bathrooms for no reason. Great stuff. <laughs> you will never forget it. And Johnny, we will miss you in these in-person interviews here on the pineapple couch, of course, but I'll still our, be here. our resident NBA insider is not going anywhere, folks. He is fully equipped to record from an undisclosed location, location at the maybe. University of Arizona. <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: It's like a decision. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hundreds of people. Waiting. Yeah. Um the yeah. university. <laughs> I mean, we
0: can't give out where it is. I mean, it'd just be swarmed. We'd never be able to podcast. I know. Um, well, a little shorter one today. I mean, yeah, we're at 45. I like that. Uh just a little weekend kind of wrap-up. Looking forward to the week. We're gonna again probably be back on Thursday or Friday this week. We'll have our boy Josh Bilker talking some MBA and then um Next Tuesday or Monday, we are going to be talking about aliens.
1: Oh my God, I'm so jealous of you guys. Big dog. (laughs) I love Jeff Robbins.
0: Me. Aliens. Oh get ready God. for it, folks. Also, it's going to be electric. This is like... It's, <laughs> it's, yeah. Aliens are so sick. And so, yeah, we're really excited for that, so we'll talk all about that. And then, who knows, we might get like another battle later this week. Um, we'll figure it out. Um, we're having fun. This is the Pineapple Couch. This has been episode 37. Thank you, Big Dog. Thank you, Johnny. Always a pleasure talking to you, too. We will be back later this week, and we'll catch you next time. Bye.